Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. Good morning, Las Vegas. What's happening, everybody? <laughs> We're here. Oh, man, we are here. My mic is loose. <laughs> I need a, I need a do, wrench. Do you need a supporter for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. This thing is loose as hell. Wow, that is um. There it goes. That's an interesting way to start the show. Yeah. That's a, oh, you you want a really good way to start the show? Sure. <clears throat> what, what are you doing? Me 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 me. Oh God! Uh, should we just get, get uh, should we just get NJ on yeah, right now? Because he's already <laughs> let's just get NJ put him on. Um, Jesus! I was gonna sing Happy Birthday to you, man. Oh, you happy don't. birthday to ya! Happy birthday! Ooh. Happy birthday to ya! Happy birthday, Big Hulk, baby! Happy birthday, Mark! <laughs> the remix, Big yeah, Hulk, baby! Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Happy birthday, brother! <laughs> happy birthday! All right. Well, that was yesterday, but. Done and gone. Yay. Thank God. <laughs> you don't like it. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. It's the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. I'm Mark Hoke. How's everybody doing out there in the radio land? Nothing. Thanks. Thanks for following me up there, Dave. Dave, a difference, everybody. <laughs> oh, what a difference a day makes. Jeez. How's everybody doing out there in radio land? See, See? That, wow! That's the response. People get nothing. Uh, uh, wow! Crickets. Crickets. Unbelievable. And uh, we are very excited to have NJ Holiday in the house, man. What's going on? Let's see another day. I want to thank y'all so much. Happy belated birthday once again to Big Hoke. <laughs> yeah. And I want to thank y'all for the invite. Let's talk some sports. Let's get it on the cracking combat sports, wrestling, whatever y'all ready. Let's get it going. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Ready, so. Huh? Of course, NJ does a lot of work with FSW and Reality Wrestling, that Culture Inc. gang. You guys are trouble, by the way. Yes, sir. Stay woke at all times. Culture Inc., <laughs> we here changing the culture, professional wrestling, one promotion at a time. There you go. I like it. So like we're, it. we're really excited to have NJ sitting in with us today as we go through a very, very busy week in pro wrestling. You know, guys, when I was putting this show together yesterday, and I was going down through all the news and everything that happened this week. Do you see my screen over here? Nope. It's like filled. Oh. Filled. A lot happening out there. I, don't, yeah. I, I mean, it's, I don't, I, yeah. you know, I, there's no way we're getting through all this in two hours. No, we're going to find a way. We'll, we'll do rapid fire sessions today. Quick takes. <laughs> yeah. Quick takes. I don't know if that's going to happen, but we'll try. <laughs> we'll try. A lot of, lot of wild, crazy stuff happening and I figured, why not start with SmackDown? Why not? Why not? Sounds good. Big Is time, it? big time episode out there in Denver, Colorado. Who would have thought? If yes, the Rock making his return to SmackDown after all these years unexpectedly. <laughs> I like to see it, but let's talk. Let, like you said, let's talk about SmackDown. But remember how he kicked off the whole show, the whole day, stopping by first take. 
uh, earlier that day uh, with Pat McAfee, Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, and he dropped a he just, big. He's doing the quick take, man. He's, <laughs> he's dropping everything. He's rolling it. But, but, <laughs> what else but, happened? But Mark, I want to I wanted to get your opinion on what he said. <laughs> yeah, well, he said that The Rock and Roman Reigns was a lock. There was a done deal. It was supposed to happen earlier this year, SoFi Stadium. Los Angeles, California. Yes, sir. The Rock and Roman Reigns was locked. It was supposed to happen. What is going on here? But it did. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I thought we were going to ease into it all. No, that's all right. Yeah. We'll just dive into the deep end. But, yeah, for, for, for those that didn't hear, that missed it on uh, Pat McAfee's show, mm-hmm. before SmackDown that day, he was at on the uh, College Game Day set and doing a show, and The Rock was there and said, yeah. We were we were going to do it, but we just couldn't quite figure out the right way. So, but we were going to do Rock Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39. Then, just for fun, they said, "Well, is it going to? You know, you think it's going to happen sometime?" Well, WrestleMania 40 is coming up. The Rock said. So, guys, what do you think? Do you first? Do you want this match? What? Oh, gotta ask. Do you want this match? How, and how do you, if you do, how do you get to it? David Difference. Uh, yes, we want it. We've wanted it. We've wanted it. We need it. It's happening. I'm trying to, yes. Uh, so how do we get to it? That's the question. I think it's a, um, I mean, there's obviously a, a face-to-face, right, that's going to happen. Tease it up a little bit. What do we got till April? Yeah. I mean, we got time. You got the Royal Rumble. Um, we I got mean, Survivor Series before that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, not getting into Survivor Series. But, I mean, there's a lot oh, of ways. I think you should. Yeah, there's a lot of ways this could happen. Um, I have not fantasy booked it in my mind yet, but I just, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm going to be in Philly. NJ, what did, you, what did you think about all this with The Rock wanting to take on Roman Reigns? It's beautiful uh, for the sport. It's beautiful for. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's beautiful whoa. for WWE. That's three beautifuls, man. <laughs> it's, every, it's, 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 it's a big week for, the, for professional wrestling with WWE and Endeavor. I mean, UFC coming together and creating Endeavor, and then with Nick Khan leading the charge. And that's another reason why The Rock said was a huge uh, instrument and um, a huge influential guy to bring him and Vince into the room together to get this stuff uh, on the tracks to – Build up this big time moment for the fans, big time story for the the WWE pro wrestling community with The Rock returning to the bloodline to tease a potential big time money matchup with his cousin <laughs> Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief. But like you said, fantasy booking the quick take that I had on it was well, to continue the storyline they got going on with Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Solo Sequoia, and Roman Reigns. Let's go ahead and have these four cousins of the bloodline have a big time federal four way match for the. WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship at Survivor Series. Mm. Y'all come up whatever way y'all want to get Roman Reigns over in that. He wins. He's holding the title. Paul Heyman's in there celebrating, and then boom, here comes The Rock's music mm. plays. Because remember, The Rock debuted at Survivor Series way back in 95 or 96 or whatever. Very so true. He has a history uh, at the event of Survivor Series. So then The Rock's music plays. Doesn't say a freaking <laughs> word. He get he lets he electrifies comes out there electricity's in the air he got the goosebumps up everybody's arms he comes down to the ring him and Roman Reigns has a face off boom you shut the show off and then you go from there 
Interesting idea. <laughs> wow, a, four, a four-way at Survivor Series. Four-way. Yeah, that'd be dope. Mm, that would be interesting. But, you know, here's here's my question about this. Because one thing that a lot of people were saying on social media when all this broke was, now Cody, what happens to Cody? You know, do you shut Cody Rhodes out of this whole thing and he doesn't get his moment? Does this match, if it does take place at WrestleMania, have to be for the Universal title? Or could you find a way for, say, The Rock to cost Roman the Universal Championship before WrestleMania, then that sets the match up. Well, I think that, uh, I mean, and The Rock even said it, it's like they were looking for a way not to end the story, but like a new beginning Any, of it. Right. So I, I think that there is still possibilities with Cody Rhodes, but I think that, I mean, are we still hyped on that at this point? I don't know. I think the news is, yeah, that's the biggest thing that could happen is The Rock versus Roman Reigns. I mean, if you throw Cody in the mix, say it's like a three-way or something, I think that lessens the impact of what. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, we're gonna see. So I don't know how you come back around to getting everybody hyped on that. Obviously, Rock's not gonna be a long stay, but you know, with the um, with the strike and everything, it might it might be a little while. Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking. Is I'm just wondering if you really, for a match like that, do you need Roman to have the championship? I, I mean, I don't think you do. I, I think you can still have that match without it being for the universal title and then screwing somebody over. And, you know, let's say Rock wins it. Well, now he's the champ. Right. And God forbid, you know, they, you know, the writer strikes over and everything gets rolling again. And, you know, you have another part-time champ situation like he had before, which a lot of people didn't like. Uh, how, NJ, what do you think? I think um, the match does. It needs a championship uh, element aspect added to this big-time encounter between Roman and The Rock. I think we've we, – I don't know if y'all remember WrestleMania 29, 2013, we was in kind of a similar situation where they was hell-bent on trying to get a rematch between The Rock and John Cena. But you had CM Punk, who had the title for a full year. So then it was um, a big toss-up on trying to – oh, yeah, we want to see John Cena versus The Rock, too, for the championship. But then how are we going to – um, involved CM Punk after he's held the WWE Championship for an entire year going into WrestleMania 29. So then ultimately you just got to go ahead and and go with that first big-time money match that you had on your on your bingo card for the following <laughs> WrestleMania year that you've been building up for the year prior, which is what you will have to go ahead and get the Roman, Roman Reigns versus The Rock, the bloodline, the big money match for the Tribal Chief uh, title or whatever within that Samoan family. And then you would obviously just have to find another big marquee matchup for Cody Rhodes like they did for CM Punk. CM Punk didn't get The Rock. He didn't get John Cena. But he ultimately got a big money match at WrestleMania, which was against The Undertaker. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you would have to just find a way to intricate uh, Cody Rhodes into another big-time money feud into WrestleMania to where you can advertise not one, not two, but three big-time main events like they did in WrestleMania 29. And obviously you got the World Heavyweight Championship they just brought into the WWE that Seth Rollins is holding, so you can find a way to just have Cody go after that championship. Well, see, the problem with, with Cody going after that title, he's already said he doesn't want it. Mm. You know, so he's already kind of downed that belt a little bit. He said, I want the one that my, that my dad should have had, mm-hmm. which, you know, is that unified universal championship. So, yeah, this is this will be an interesting booking situation. And, of course, John Cena showing it off at SmackDown there, too. Of course, he's back for a little bit. And obviously, this writer strikes got everybody bored to tears, so now they're coming back to WWE. 
But uh, John Cena mixing it up with the bloodline a little bit too, you know, teaming up with AJ Styles. You know, what do you guys think? Where where do they do with John Cena here over the next six to eight weeks? Uh, I think, I mean, John Cena's role as of late, I mean, anytime he pops back in, it's just to hype something up and or put somebody over. So, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think too deep into it. But going back to the your question about the championship, mm-hmm. the, they need. I think that whole match is based around the head of the table. You know, that's that's the go-ahead. Who's going to be the head of the table, which is bigger, I think, than a championship at this point for that story. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of thinking that, too, that, you know, like I said, you could get away. It, 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 would, be, it would be cool if it was for the championship, but I don't think it necessarily has to be. You know, if, if, it's, if, if Rock did something to make Roman mad, I mean, just coming in and challenging him enough, you know, I think would do the trick. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people just want to see the match. So, we'll see. But, yeah, and then John, oh, John Cena. I mean, so back to the John Cena was, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know where that's going, and I'm not too excited about it. You're not a John Cena guy, are you? I like him as a person and what he does and what he brings to the table. Yeah, like, he, like I love that. Storyline-wise, I don't know where you go with that. What do you think, NJ? What do you do with John Cena while he's here? I feel like you capitalize on the big uh, box office attraction that he's become, big box office movie. Hollywood star, I feel like you use him to do what they've been doing. You got Jey Uso that has a story of his own now and his own path and all this airtime on Monday Night Raw now. So now I would just keep doing what I'm doing with John Cena and have him uh, mix it up with the number one heel now on SmackDown while obviously the the biggest paid heel, which is Roman Reigns, isn't on television. The next top heel is Jimmy Uso. You have John Cena mix it up with him in promos and segments and then obviously you're going to have it build up to a big money match somewhere at Payback, maybe at Survivor Series. Cause, uh, they had them on seven, seven weeks of SmackDown moving forward. I think it's already been, what, two or three. So uh, you just keep doing what you're doing. You have them mix it up with Jimmy Uso, and hopefully Jimmy Uso gets a big rub from John Zena and like interacting with him and maybe puts him down, maybe takes him out, sends him back to Hollywood, and now Jimmy has this big uh, head on a stick to give to the tribal chief and maybe he can use that as a way in to get back into the bloodline. Who knows? I think that's a great idea, actually. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that, NJ. I like the way you think, my friend. Yes, sir. <laughs> David, not you not so much. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> it, it, it sounds doable. It sounds doable. <laughs> nah, I like it. That's all good. Uh, before we go to break, I did want to mention one other thing that happened on WWE TV before we uh, start getting into what happened outside of the ring with, with TKO. Nia Jax showed up mm-hmm. and beat up Raquel Rodriguez and then beat up Rhea Ripley. And it was funny. I was watching a video today with, with her uh, return being broken down by Stevie Richards and just mentioning how, why did they do a Samoan drop on the outside on Raquel Rodriguez and try to hurt her? Why did Nia not hold on to the ropes? Because when, uh, when she did that Yokozuna drop, Mm-hmm. Where she just kind of you drop from the ropes and you you know basically drop your butt on somebody and why she didn't hold on because you're supposed to hold on to the ropes to make sure you don't crush somebody well she didn't do that right yeah look- so Nia's back do you care and are you concerned because she does have some uh, issues with safety with people in the ring. Yeah, I found that interesting because they, how much they talk about like the safety with her, and then to see that spot, like it looked dangerous. Like I don't oh. know how you don't crush somebody uh, with that move, but then again, maybe they're playing into that. You know, I mean, because it did get a lot of hype and attention. 
I, am I excited to have her back? No. I mean, it's good to see her doing her thing again, but, like, what do I care? <laughs> <laughs> NJ, what do you think about Nia Jax coming back? I feel like it's a uh, it's a smart move. Let's keep in mind, you uh, Monday Night Raw and lost two big, maybe three big additions. Who knows how they're going to book big, uh, Becky Lynch moving forward. Since she's now the new NXT champion, who knows if she even comes back to Raw. Maybe she stays on NXT. Um, but keep in mind, you just lost Trish Stratus. Uh, pretty sure her dates or whatever set of uh, appearances that she had wrapped up with uh, WWE has just been gone. So she's off of TV now. You got Liv Morgan, who's injured. So she's off TV now as well. And then we had, uh, you, you you had a filler. You tested it out. You you brought Nia Jax early this you brought Nia Jax back early this year at the Royal Rumble in January for the Women's Royal Rumble and got a lot of traction, got a lot of engagement, got a lot of um, comments, got a lot of people bringing up her name was trending during the Rumble. So uh, with them bringing her back, it's, it's, it's the right time for it. You know what I'm saying? With uh, Rhea Ripley still being the champion, she obviously needs more contenders. She needs more people to fight. She needs more people to interact with. Like I said, you just lost two big names, Liv Morgan and Trish Stratus. So with Nia Jax coming back to Monday Night Raw now, as you can see, all the engagement, everybody's mad about it. Everybody's crying about it. Everybody's saying she's unsafe. Everybody's bringing up all these little instances where, she, like you just said, she didn't hold the rope for the – the bonsai drop that she committed on Rhea Ripley on her return. But like I said, that's she's a heat magnet. You know what I'm saying? She's instant heat. You know what I'm saying? She's trending. As soon as she came back and everybody's talking about it, engaging about it, and dropping her name. So that just builds more money to the product and more eyes to the uh, WWE Monday Night Raw women's division moving forward. And don't forget, <laughs> she Dang. is a relative. Of this bloodline group, yeah, true that. The thing that she ruined, she ruined it for me with that because she she literally got on the record three different times saying she doesn't even communicate with anybody from the bloodline, even uh, with Tamaya. I'm a uh, yeah, Tamina. Tamina. She doesn't even communicate with her. Don't hang out with them. Don't socialize with them. Roman, Jay, Jimmy. She doesn't associate herself with the bloodlines, which she said countless times. Unless the Rock's mom, that's the only person you've seen her hang out with and interact with at WWE events and sit in front row with and stuff like that. But she says she doesn't even interact with them. They don't have her numbers. They don't reach out to her or nothing like that. So that's why that kind of ruins the idea for me. But who knows? Maybe WWE brass will force something down her throat and they make something a reality. <laughs> well, pause. Well, maybe they'll force the issue. They'll force the picture. They'll force it's the already connection. out there. It's already out there. Easy it's all good. Hey, I'll tell you what. Well, let's. <laughs> on that note, let's take a break, shall we? <laughs> I love doing this show. I swear to God. David Difference in the house with NJ Holiday. Very happy to have him. Hanging around. Don't forget, we are live streaming, by the way. And if you want to interact with us, you have any questions, thoughts, hop in on Facebook, YouTube, or X. Get in that chat box, say hi. And if you want to ask us a question, make a comment, tell David he's semi handsome. Go for it. Hella handsome. Stick around. We'll be right back. 1015 FM K Don. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we return to the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. The David Difference. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, Mark. Did I mention that? You did. Okay. 
<laughs> I just gave a beautiful you did. Oh, you did. performance you did. to you off the show to wish him a happy birthday. That was birthday. nice. Give us another rendition, man. That was good. It's your birthday in Ooh. here today. Hey, it's your birthday <laughs> okay. in here uh-huh. today. Hey, yes, everybody sir. give it up for Big Hoke. Happy birthday, Mark. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Wow. <laughs> Are we doing this every break, by We're the way? We're doing it every Probably. break now. Oh, yeah, God. it's tradition. I got another one lined up, too. It's a thing. It's a thing. Fair enough. Well, let's uh, get back to the pro wrestling news. And, of course, something big happened outside of the ring this week. As the WWE-UFC merger has been completed. Mm-hmm. They are now under the banner of a company called TKO. Nice logo, by the way. Yep. Stock went up a couple bucks. Congratulations to them. Well, on the other side, there obviously when you merge two companies together, some bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And about a hundred layoffs took place to WWE, and there were some big names, guys that bit the dust here and are looking for work after this merger. And not to get too deep into the weeds, but we had director of enterprise and master data and governance Amanda Bloom, who is a pretty big name in the company, uh, digital campaign manager Alexa Gothard, uh, Dana Warrior, who was doing community. Uh, outreach and creative, of course, that's the Ultimate Warriors' uh, wife. Yep. Uh, she was let go. Uh, EVP of Development and Digital, Jamie Horowitz. That's a name we've heard a few times. Is that Barry's uh, no. people? No, no, not Barry's people. But but he is <laughs> gone. Uh, EVP Head of Marketing, Catherine Newman, is out. Damn. And they also had uh, Chief Financial Officer Frank Riddick the Third left the company. Mm-hmm. Yikes. He said, you ain't finna fire me. I'm finna leave on my own accord. Yeah. I'm out. Well, he did get a little bit of a little parachute going out the door because after the sale got completed, some of the boys made some money off this, fellas. I bet. You ready for this? Let's hear it. Nick Khan, WWE president, receives $15 million. Kevin Dunn, our buddy producer. By the way, the epileptic scenes are gone. Thank God. The what? You know, where they... Did the flashing and changing the angle when somebody was punching each other? Mm. If you haven't noticed, yeah, they got rid of those. Yeah. Kevin Dunn got $7 million. Triple H got $5 million, and Frank Riddick III also getting $5 million upon the completion of this merger. Congrats. 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 Big money. Now, Dana White uh, got in a little tiff with one of his own guys. Because Dana is going to be CEO of... Uh, UFC, Vince is going to be in charge of WWE. But one of his VPs said that he thought that you know, this is going to be great. We're going to make WWE fans out of UFC fans and UFC fans out of WWE fans. And Dana, Dana White said, "You that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Do you think that's the stupidest thing you've ever heard? Do you think there's a lot of crossover between WWE and uh, UFC fans? Well, I don't think, I think everybody's well aware of both companies. Either you're a fan of both or you're a fan of one or you're a fan of neither so i don't think that this you know i think i think it'll enhance both products as we saw on smackdown it's like i mean you got the rock coming back that was unexpected i think that they're going to put a lot more behind the products so maybe grow some more fan base but i don't think the whole ufc uh wwe tie-in is gonna sway anybody unless they do some weird stuff which i don't think i want to see yeah, Angie, what do you think about that? Is Do you think that there's a big crossover between WWE fans and UFC fans? I think it's a big what-if question. I think it's a big uh, a big uh, what-if. Like, what if um, all these years ago, back in the early 2000s, 
Vince had listened to his son, Shane McMahon. He's gone on record saying that he told his pops to buy um, UFC when they had just begun runs in the early 2000s, and Vince laughed him off and said, no, that'd be a dumb idea. All these years later, now you see, like you said, the merger with WWE and UFC, and now WWE being worth, what, around like $9.3 billion. So um, it's a big what if. And then, like, uh, moving forward, you got the big crossover Potential. Let's see. Uh, maybe a Connor. He comes back. Maybe he finally gets in, gets some involved with WWE in the ring, some kind of way. Remember all that trash talking he was talking a long time ago. With uh, they caught a lot of uh, WWE talent. Connor looking wild these yeah, days. Yeah, he is looking really <laughs> like, wild. What the hell? So like you can maybe run something with Connor. You maybe you can run something with um, uh, George, the one that uh, the I think he was the last BMF title holder, the yeah. one that the Rock. Animal Steel. Yeah. Mel, when I- <laughs> Animal steel. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you can run something with him. I mean, Rest in peace, Professor. So I, I honestly think uh, with UFC uh, marketing their uh, upcoming fight nights and big-time pay-per-views on uh, Saturday nights, and they can add a little 10-second, 15-second advertising from WWE as well, somewhere in that same package now under – the Endeavor Branner under the TKO or whatever. So I feel like it is a, a good working relationship. WWE can do the vice versa, and they can advertise a lot of UFC stuff moving forward as well. Well, one thing that, that got mentioned, too, was <laughs> Nick J. that the possibility of running WWE events and UFC events on the same weekend to the same place. You guys think that's a good idea? I could see that happening. UFC run on a Saturday, WWE run on a Sunday, back-to-back days. Yeah, but I, I still also think with that, yeah, I mean, you're picking and choosing. I don't think one's going to have either you're a UFC fan, which the tickets often are ridiculously priced, or you're WWE. I don't think it's good. I, I don't. I, I think it's like behind the scenes is where the magic's going to happen with this merger. Yeah. I don't foresee it. I, like Dana said, that's insane, right? Is that what he said? That was kind of his. The take? stupidest thing he'd ever heard. Yeah, that's but, what that, but look, keep in mind, guys, that's the beginning of a what. It could be the beginning of a potential angle between mm. UFC <laughs> Take and over. WWE. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because someone, I did see a quote where somebody said, you know, the WWE could be a great retirement plan for UFC fighters. Yeah, it yeah, really, it, 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 no, no, it honestly could be because it, it's, we get so, uh, uh, pro, professional wrestlers get so much flack because, oh, you're not really quote unquote hitting each other. You're quote unquote. It's all choreographed. It's just choreographed theater, but they are 100% slamming each other, smacking each other, punching each other, um, dropping each other on their heads and stuff like that. It's just you. It's so many. It's so many of these guys in the mixed martial arts world that are are trying to kill one another in an octagon to where their shelf life in the UFC is no longer than what maybe one or two years, and mm-hmm. then people do not even remember their names two or three years later. Okay, so that's why I, I feel like the the people in professional wrestling should stop taking as much flag as they do. Because keep in mind, look what they're going off doing after they leave the ring. They're becoming a The Rock. They're they're headlining Hollywood. They're becoming a John Cena. They're becoming a Becky Lynch. I just saw Triple H. He guest starred on the episode on Showtime on Billions literally mm-hmm. last night. You know what I'm saying? So and he just retired from the ring. So look at all the stuff that the professional wrestlers, because they're actors. They're they're 100 actors in the world of WWE, and now they're taking that on to the to the the Hollywood scene as well. So I wish we could start giving more love to people in professional wrestling because they're doing uh, theoretical, physical theater, and then they're 100% actors at the same time. And you can't say the same for mixed martial artists. So I would love to see people from the UFC come to WWE um, in the near future. 
There you go. <laughs> there, Good answer, I, NJ Holiday. <laughs> uh, but, I, I mean, at the same time, they have that option now. Without the merger or anything, they could have left UFC and gone to W. Are they a draw? That's the thing. Is it their passion? I don't think just because it's under the same umbrella, it's like, okay, now you can go over here. Well, and, and like, I, I mean, think- look at Shayna Baszler. Look good. That's a good one. Good and I know for a fact WWE pays their people way more than UFC. UFC like is known for gouging, you know, the talent there. Unless you're like a huge name, so I, I'm interested to see how that shakes up and what what changes there because you know a lot of people aren't happy with the wages. And then look at Matt Riddle as well. Look at that big success story from the UFC to WWE. Yeah, as long as he's not getting in fights at airports, That's he's all it. good. Yeah, you're right on that. <laughs> but yeah, this it, it will be a very interesting synergy between the two companies, and you know, I'm curious to see how the relationship is going to go together as time goes on. I because I they're going to get more intertwined. We'll see if the the personnel crosses over more than maybe some of us would expect. Uh, but speaking of one guy who was a UFC fighter, sort of. For a little bit. He got everybody's attention. That's our good buddy CM Punk. Who while he was on commentary. For the Cage Fury Fighting Championships. His, he was doing color commentary. And one of his uh, his play by play guy. Said uh, so you got some time on your hands. And he said yeah, for about two months. Two months from now a Survivor Series in Chicago. Right. Guys, do you think that WWE is going to make this move and bring CM Pump back and and do it at Survivor Series in Chicago, which has turned out to be a real AEW um, home station, shall we say? David, do you think we see CM Punk at Survivor Series? Yes, 100%. I think it'll be there. I mean, just the little tease, and I think with the merger, like, again, I think the merger behind the scenes, there's a lot more impact and a lot more things that are going to roll now because of that. So I think it's a different environment. They want to put the eyes on it. Like, for a merger like that, you want to grow your product. You brought back The Rock. CM Punk is, like, it's it's a no-brainer. That's probably the smartest thing um, I've ever heard. NJ, would you bring CM Punk back? Well, I mean, I wanted to kid you what you were asking, David. So, if you was to bring him back, if you, I mean, if you could see him coming back at Survivor Series in Chicago, how would you bring him back? Well, how would you? Where, where would you? How would you want WWE to bring him back? Like, who would you want him to interact with? Um, who would you want to feud with, fight with, et cetera? That's an interesting thought. I, th- I think if you did Survivor Series, maybe do one of those mystery partner things where you know we have one of the traditional Survivor Series matches. You know, he'd be the fifth guy. Yeah, I you think, know, I, I think mean, that might that might be the safest way to bring him back. Uh, I, you know, I don't think you just throw him into a match or anything like that. You know, and, and just showing up, eh, it'd be okay. Nah, if but you, but I but I think you got to you'd have to get him involved somehow. You know, maybe he just jumps Roman Reigns or does something like that. I mean, that would be a really interesting twist if he does come back. Is what do you do with him? Considering how jammed up the top of the card is right now, where would you put CM Punk? I mean, that would at, be at the tip top. Wow. I mean, that's the thing. Then I, the only thing I worry about is like then Cody Rhodes stock goes down a little bit more um, if Punk comes back. Because yeah, you got to push Punk to the moon, to the moon. For whatever reason, it's just said. I know WWE. I feel like they're not gonna let Punk touch Roman Reigns. They're not gonna. They're not gonna yeah, have him that. in the same vicinity because. The Paul Heyman connection is too familiar. It's too mm. it's too close. But I mean, they could use that to 
build a storyline with him while he's doing it, but I think they're going to keep him away. What I think happens if they bring him back, the first person they have him interact with or the first group or the faction they have him interact with is the Judgment Day. I feel like they bring CM Punk in, maybe the Judgment Day is who are they feuding with now? Maybe they uh, maybe they're beating up on uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, or something. They're beating up on them that'd really, be, really bad. Yeah, and, that'd be a comfortable feel for him. He's, yeah, and then maybe Punk comes back and um, to the rescue or something, or maybe he just runs them off, or maybe his music just plays or something like that, or maybe his face just comes up, maybe he just sends on the ramp or something. But I, I feel like when they bring him back, he's not even going to touch Roman Reigns. not going to be in the same vicinity. Not going to be the same building, probably. They're probably going to have two different schedules or whatever. I think they're going to keep Roman strictly with the bloodline, Jey Uso, and they keep him with Cody, and they keep him with um, maybe The Rock when he comes back. But I'm still anxious because I feel like with Jey Uso getting traded to Raw, didn't Adam Pearce say that they would SmackDown was supposed to get somebody back in return? That, or something? that is true, yep. But has, and Cody hasn't been on Raw recently, has he? Um, he was the one that brought Jay into Raw. But the last two episodes of Raw, have we have we seen Cody uh, Rose? Oh, I'd have to look that up. You see what I'm saying? I, so I, I, I feel like Cody's the guy that's getting traded to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be the um, the reason why he gets some kind of match with Roman for the title, maybe at the Rumble when they don't do it at Mania instead. Maybe it's Roman versus uh, Cody Rose at the Rumble instead now because now – Cody's getting traded to SmackDown. Now he, he's right there on the same show with Roman to maybe finish the story. Maybe not at Mania. See, and maybe that, not at Mania, but he finishes the story somewhere see, else. And that's what I'm thinking is if if you're going to bring Rock back for WrestleMania, yeah. you could go at, at Royal Rumble. You could have Cody beat Roman there with Rock doing something to cause that. I like that idea too. Which would obviously then you have a reason for the two of them to fight other than just being the the head of the table. So it would kind of fuel that fire a little bit. So just a thought. I think think when Cody goes over, it's got to be a clean win. No interference, no somebody getting scared because the rock come out. I just think he got to win it. Yeah. Dave, that is a terrific point, too. Thank you. You're the man. You're the man. No, you're You're the the birthday boy. You're the birthday boy. NJ Holiday is the man. We all know this. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a break, and we come back. We got a whole lot more coming up. We mentioned Becky Lynch. We're going to talk about her down to NXT to take a championship. And we've got a lot more coming up with uh, AEW Grand Slam. And my God, it's just news, news everywhere. Jade Cargill. Man, there's a lot happening. Stick around. We'll be right back. One oh one five FM K Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And all my great friends, too. Can't forget about the guys in the booth. Mark Hoke and friends. Mark Hoke and the crew. Mark Hoke and friends. It's a great crew. I like my crew. It's very good, man. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us. Best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. And football. Yeah. 
and Jay's. Yeah, we're talking. Sport. We're talking football on this wrestling show today, baby. Nah. It's oh, NFL Sunday, nah, nah. baby. Oh. We finna talk all football. We finna talk the injuries. We finna talk the controversy. We finna talk the suspensions. We finna talk everything. <laughs> Let's get it cracking. Stay woke, y'all. David just bailed out. <laughs> David, David difference this. bailed on the I'm live back, stream. Back, there man. he is. No and, football talk. Man. And that's the difference between us. We feel, <laughs> I talk all sports, and then we got. The guy that runs one sport. He's doing a damn good thing at it. I saw your coverage at the Cauliflower Club this past month, so I'm, I applaud you on that, my brother. You did an excellent job with that. Yeah, Dave was awesome at the CAC. Mm-hmm. No Love doubt about that. Thank you. Loved it, loved it, loved yeah. it. We got some good stuff. Uh, I'll tell you about it next week, but me and Mark are doing something major. Uh-oh. 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 Break, I, break your really? news? Yeah, Mark don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> did I just get a scoop? Next week. All yeah. right. You got, you got a uh, hint to a scoop. All right, fair enough. Well, Got to stay woke. So last night we was at Chica's Bonita celebrating Mark's birthday. Yeah. And, uh, let me. You want me to tell that story? I I wasn't there, so. <laughs> who oh, wants yeah. to? Who wants to? Who wants to go oh, on story time God. with Dave? The difference, baby. You said I wasn't there. Huh? Oh my God! Uh, we'll That's perfect. Keep, let's hear it. We'll, let's, nah, nah. We'll keep it under wraps. I guess he don't want to tell that story. Let's tell another story, shall we? Becky Lynch won the NXT title. Beat Tiffany Stratton this week. Ratings went uh, pretty pretty well for him. Average 850,000 viewers was their highest rating uh, since October, in the key demo since October 20, 2020. Mm. So Becky Lynch is in NXT. But, guys, I got a question for you. Why? Why is Becky Lynch winning the NXT championship? For those that aren't aware of the NX, what NXT is for WWE, it's their Kind of their developmental show where their newer wrestlers are starting to kind of get the feel of what it's like to be on TV and train and so on. So Becky Lynch, obviously a massively trained, well-versed superstar, is down on NXT and beats Tiffany Stratton for title. Good match, but indeed, why? Well, I think it's putting eyes on that product. That's 100% what you saw when uh, uh, my boy Mysterio. Dominic, yeah. Yeah, Mysterio came down there and dominated. Um, It put a lot of eyes on the product because I haven't been watching NXT, and I'm sure a lot of people are in that same boat that haven't been watching it. So, like, to get people over there checking it out, I don't know what's going on in NXT. You know, I used to watch it when, like, Cross was on there all the time. I watched every episode. But since then, I I couldn't tell you what's happening. So, yeah, put eyes on the product. And, again, with that merger, they want all their stocks to rise, man. Everything, you know, that developmental – all them areas, so yeah, let's go. And I think that, I mean, where are you going to put her on the main roster right now? Does she have anything to? Yeah, she did just finish up the feud with Trish Stratus. Yeah. So she didn't have really anything to She didn't to have do. nothing to do. Can I ask you about something? Sure. Did you watch Wrestler? Me, on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's crazy enough. I just got done watching it uh, two days ago. Like I said, the Wrestlers is a Netflix show to uh, documentary over the big summer tour that OVW up there in Louisville, Kentucky had last summer um, uh, featuring some of my friends, Hollywood, Haley J, good friend of mine, oh. uh, Dark Storms, good friend of mine, Omar Amir's a good friend of mine, uh, Cash Flow, I haven't met him yet, he's a he's heavily uh, showcased on this documentary series. You also got two good friends of mine, Layla Gray and Certified Luke Curtis. <laughs> like I said, that Florida connection is deep, man. Like I said, when we was all in Orlando, Florida, when we was training in Orlando, most of these guys were training in Miami or they were training at Team 3D with uh, uh, Devon Dugley and Bully Ray and Billy Gunn, who y'all 
all say on Impact and AEW now. Right. But uh, yeah, wrestlers a good uh, a good on, wrestling documentary. Mark, did you see it? I did not. You I, know I about it? No, actually, I didn't. You guys are gonna have to get me caught up on that because I'll I'll have to check that okay, out. Yeah, it's a good little uh, reality show series. OVW, so a lot of people. I seen my boy Kyle Hawk in there. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing. He was sitting at a table filming everything. <laughs> but that was it. He posted like, oh, yeah, now I'm on Netflix. And I was like, there he is for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, the OG Doug Basham, one of the OVW coaches. Well, Al oh, Snow. Yeah. yeah. So Al Snow, like, it's a good story. It's a good story. Um, I Definitely, I mean, after you watch it, we'll talk about it. But I think there's a lot to take away from that, especially being so immersed in independent wrestling. Like, it's like, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Well, well, I, you know, it's funny. I I wanted to uh, – I actually had an answer to the question I was going to – I had posed to you, gentlemen. Oh, what was the <laughs> – Don't be interrupting the birthday boy, David. Yeah, my it, bad. No, it's okay. Cause, it Becky Lynch? Yeah, because I have a – I actually think I know why they did it. Well, I think I know, but we've only got about 20 seconds before the music – 15 seconds before the music starts playing, so I can't answer it yet. Uh-oh. A teaser. Which means we're going to have to carry it over to hour number two. Okay. So that'll be fun. But yeah, but we got a whole lot of other stuff going on too. AEW Grand Slam's coming up. And we're going to talk to NJ about what he's going on. Man, he's a busy guy all over the country doing thing FSW, reality wrestling. Indeed. Just trying to take over the world, period. Because that's what he does. So a whole lot more coming up on hour number two. Of the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM Talk of Las Vegas. Hey, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show, Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, Instagram, The Mark Hoke Show. It's just kind of everywhere, MarkHokeShow.com. And so, hey, give us a like and subscribe on Twitter or uh, YouTube as well. We certainly would appreciate that. That really helps us out. Hey, stick around. We got more with David Difference and Jay Holiday. And yours truly. We'll be right back. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.